What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am back. I am black, and I am the Black Expat. I'm excited to be here, guys. Um, I have a lot to talk about in regards to Thailand, right? Today, my focus is Thailand. It was an absolutely amazing experience. I visited Phuket. I went to Chiang Mai for the first time, believe it or not. And then I also went back to Bangkok. And I do want to talk through what it was like to be there. Um, while it's an amazing place for you guys to go and visit again or for the first time if you haven't, which I'm pretty sure, or maybe I think that many people listening may not have been to Thailand. There's just so many wonderful things about it. And I had an absolutely amazing time from starting in Thailand, sorry, from starting in Phuket, um, where it was uh, private villas and beaches and just amazing, moving over to the nature with a touch of nurture in Chiang Mai, um, where it was waterfalls and hiking and mountaintops, and then, you know, make my way back to Bangkok, which was the bustling city life. Very different than what I remember, right? I've been to Bangkok more than, sorry, to Thailand, especially Bangkok specifically, but Thailand more than 10 times in my life. Um, and I hadn't been since before the pandemic, since 2017 to be exact. So, uh, sorry, 2019. So it had been quite some time since I'd been back. I mean, it was good to be back, but it was very, very different. But since I've been back, um, and I went with, uh, again, I went with my best friend to, to Thailand. Um, I'm going through this thing called reentry depression, right? And I think uh, it's a real thing. And so many things, because, you know, some people are like, oh, what is reentry depression? What are you depressed about? Well, one, I'm no longer on vacation. <laughs> That's the precedent of itself, wrapping your head around getting back into the norm of your day to day, right? I think, you know, even when you go to an all inclusive or when you go, you stay stateside, you just stay close, right? There are many different ways to vacation, but I think when you go, you take a 20 plus hour flight, a completely different culture, a completely different currency, you're not just swiping away, um, and a completely different environment. It's it's a lot and it's overwhelming, but it's a good kind of overwhelming, right? Because it's all new and it's and it's and it's different and it it feels good because you know you're doing what you want to do, depending on how you travel. Um, but you're doing what you want to do. So, you know, when you come back, you know, and everything kind of gets back to the normal day to day, you know, so many things become so relative and small in comparison to the thrill of, you know, just being in a brand new place where everything is new and exciting, right? And that's one of the beauties of travel, why I love it so much, because even going back to a place I've been before, it's still new, it's still exciting. And it's not the same as going back home to Chicago. It's kind of new, kind of exciting, but I know the people, I know the terrain. Even when things change, I can kind of adjust because it's still my home. It's still America. Foundationally, it's still a lot of what I understand. And even the changes I can adapt to quickly because it's just something I understand so well. But going back to a new country, to a different part of that country, to a different part of an island, right? There's only so many parts of Chicago you can go to. You can pretty much go around the whole thing in a day. But, you know, it's just a different feeling. Um, so traveling abroad is literally like entering into a new life. Again, new currency, new customs, new culture, new people, right? And, you know, when you return home, like, it subtly goes away after a few weeks. Like, I've been back now for, you know, close to two and two and a half, three weeks, and I feel much better than I felt the first week. Um, but it comes right back the next time you travel or you think about traveling. It's like, man, I'm, I'm really excited for this upcoming trip. I just want to feel different. I want to feel different in a way that I can't get easily where I am now. 
right? So re-entry depression, guys, is real. And I definitely got that from being abroad in Thailand because it was just such an amazingly wonderful experience. And again, it's not me, right? People really, it's not just me. That's what I meant to say. People go through travel withdrawals. My best friend, when he came back, he's like, man, a week later, he's like, man, take me back. Like, I really want to go back. Like, I miss it. I miss that thrill. And I said exactly what I'm saying on this podcast. I was like, you know, well, what do you miss about it? He's like, it was just so new, so different. And this was only his second time out of the country on longer than a 10-hour flight. You know, he does Jamaica and Cancun and stuff like that. But, you know, he's never gone outside of an all-inclusive other than going to Taiwan with me. And Taiwan was different because it was my home in a way. And I'd been there seven, eight years by the time he had come. So it was still different. Um, But Thailand was just new. And it was fast-paced. And it was the food was amazing. And the cost, he was shocked by over and over again. He was like, man, this is really only $3? Oh, man, I budgeted what I would budget if I was going to an all-inclusive in Cancun or Jamaica. And I'm like, nah, man, I tried to tell you. And again, you can tell people over and over again, but they don't really realize most people or some people until they do it themselves. Told him over and over again how to budget, what it was going to be like, but it wasn't until he went. And he was like, oh, okay, now I see what you were talking about. And I get it. You're still annoying me at first, like, so you didn't believe me. But it's like, it's really hard to wrap your head around some of the things that you experience, specifically in Thailand when you, or in any country, when you really haven't been and you haven't maybe done a lot of research. You've never met anyone from that place. Like, I've personally met, met a handful of people from Thailand in America, from Korea in America, not Korean Americans, but are literally from that place and have moved to America short term or long term. College kind of counts, but not really because there's different kind of relationships, in my opinion. I went to a very international school, but, you know, it was I've never met that as an adult. So it's been kind of hard. And, you know, along with travel withdrawals, there are other type of withdrawals. I met a guy that knows fragrances. He literally had to give over control of his family's finances to his wife because he eats, sleeps and breathes fragrances, not just basic get it at the mall fragrances, expensive fragrances like spending hundreds of dollars on them and building a collection where he has a shrine in his home. The point is, that's his passion, right? And when he doesn't do it, he went through a little bit of a setback and then he had to get some control, right? So for me, I, I, if I had the money, I would travel all the time. I feel like I would need someone to control me. Like if I win the lottery tomorrow or today, 100K and I'm completely debt free and I'm just living la vida loca, I'm probably gonna travel more than I should and I probably need some help. But the point is, <laughs> that's his passion. That's my passion. But he talked about it nonstop. He could name brands of fragrances off the top of his head and could describe scents down to the fine notes. That's insanely impressive amount of knowledge, especially about fragrances. And when I met him, I had no idea, but he really walked me through it where I felt connected to it. Like I understood what he meant when he said, oh, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get hints of this, notes of this. It's going to smell like this. It's going to feel like this. It's going to feel like you're walking outside in the jungle. And he was in the army, so he was well-traveled, and he had been in the jungle. So I believed him when he said that. So, I mean, the way he spoke about it and that passion, and that's how I, how I feel about travel. That's how I want to speak about travel all the time. It's what I eat, sleep, and breathe, and what I love. I think for me, I'm trying not to be that I did that one-time traveler, right? I want to continue to be intentional about my understanding of something I'm giving someone in regards to travel. I want to continuously be adamant about talking about travel and experiencing it and realizing that it changes. Now to Thailand, right? Thailand changed when I was there. 
Now, Phuket I had never been to, so I didn't know what to expect, but I'd done a lot of research around it, tons of research around it, right? And I'd been physically in Thailand, so I had a sense of what it could look like. I've been to other beach areas, but Phuket, I was interested. I was like, hmm, okay, what could this look like? Beaches, amazing. At least at the resort that I stayed, sorry, the um, the hotel that I stayed, that private villas right off, you know, right off the beach, they were amazing. The downtown city area was bustling, but it felt like a typical, not a main city, but like an outer city, like, I don't know, whatever little Chicago is, I don't know, Austin, like it felt like that, where, where it was a city trying to be a big city, but they could just play it cool and keep it cool, but it still was good entertainment, good bars, good food options, things like that, the, the nuts and bolts of a good city, but Phuket felt different, it was more slow paced, the people were welcoming and friendly, the food was delicious, the drinks while still a little more expensive than I anticipated, you know, five to six dollars a drink, we're, du- we're we're good, and the bars were great, and it was so interesting. I realize now flying into Phuket, like if that's when you're flying for me, the next time I fly to a place, specifically Thailand, because I'll most likely be back because I need to explore more, right? I want to be as well rounded as possible. But it was just interesting because I'm glad that we flew first into Phuket. We had a private villa with the pool. Um, we had the beach. We had a beach bar because man, we landed. And we were up from like eight to four. We got the sunshine, the beach, uh, the food, breakfast and lunch. But if by four o'clock I was, I was we were asleep until the next day, <laughs> like that jet lag hit. So if you want to start, depends on how the kind of vacation you are. You have to know your body, right? And there are things you can do to work around jet lag. But I loved that I started in Phuket because uh, it was a relaxing place, a relaxing vibe, even with a big group or small group or a couple or just by yourself, honestly. It was a good place to start to chill in, to, to chill in Thailand. It wasn't overly expensive. It was If you want to be near and close to the city, you can be, but you can also just be out near the, near the ocean, near the water with your own private villa, just doing your own thing. And I love that about Thailand. And I love that about the people in Phuket all super nice. Every story walked into, greeted, everyone was happy, smiling. I, I have this theory, I could be wrong, that people that live in beautiful areas, like, they're they're happier than people who don't live in beautiful areas all the time. Like, I have this thing where friends and people go to Seattle and live in Seattle long term. I'm like, man, like, what's your, what's your happiness radar look like? Radar look like? Because I remember in Taiwan, where it rained, and I lived in Danchui, the rainy, it was an island, so I lived in the rainiest part of the island. Um, eight straight weeks, Almost into three months, it rained every single day. And I remember being literally depressed and saying, hey, guys, I need therapy. I need to get away. This is crazy. And I went home. I literally went home for the holidays, which I usually never did. Um, I always went to a different place, a different country, island, something like that, because I was like, no, I am not feeling okay. I need to go back home to refresh. So anyway, Phuket was a great place to start, right? And I, again, I wasn't there for that long, but it was still... As I map out the rest of the the trip and the journey, um, quickly, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but um, you guys will understand how I described it, right? So the next place was Chiang Mai. Now, again, I, I'm comparing everywhere to Austin, but Chiang Mai isn't like Austin, right? It's like a step up from Chicago, well, between Austin and Chicago. So what city would that be? I don't know. Like, what's a, a mid-paced city? I feel like maybe Atlanta, right? A mid-paced, mid-paced city where it's not too big, not too small, but it's a lot going on. Right, Chiang Mai had a lot going on in the the touristy areas, the main central downtown area. Like it was a lot. It was a little bit trafficy at times. Like it was a bustling place, but it wasn't a city city like Bangkok. You know, it didn't feel like downtown Chicago where it's just big buildings and food and trains and buses and all that. Like you have those systems in Chiang Mai, but they're spread out. 
it's more open and it's really more focused on nature. Even the hotels that we had to choose from and the one we stayed in was a nature-based hotel. You know, outdoors, you get, you know, some bugs here and there, not not roaches or anything like that. But, you know, you're out in nature, so you're going to see animals, right? We had cats. We had some birds. Again, we started at five-star resorts and five-star hotels, and we had these things. So it was really a nature, had a nature, strong nature feel to it. And I'm glad I traveled with someone else who hadn't been there um, because, you know, I was with who I'd never traveled before because my best friend, he had the same feeling. He was like, he really liked the pace of it. And he's from Chicago. So he was like, man, it's it's not calm, cool, and collected like Phuket where you get in the islands and the beaches, right? It's very welcoming, almost a nurturing feeling to Chiang Mai. So when you, like we were walking around and we were picking between two massage places, right? We went into one and they were like, oh man, we're sorry, so booked and busy, let's take your information. You know, we'll, we'll uh, call you when it's ready. Went right next door and they were like, hey, we can take you right now. And it's the same vibe, right? And we ended up going to that one and it was absolutely amazing. It was just on a whim. So just being able to walk into a place get amazing service you get eight dollar massages hello guys it was amazing an eight hour it's our eight hour an eight dollar uh, hour long uh, Thai massage which is honestly one of the best massages i had in a very very long time and i get a lot of massages specifically when i'm in asia because of the cost but it was just an amazing time and then you know outside of that and like the nightlife was great Right. We went out to a few bars. Uh, I ended up going home early because I'm a bit older and Blake went out to a club and he had a good time and there was no $20. He was like, man, there's no $20 fee at the door. And then you got about three drinks. <laughs> he was like, all I had to do was buy one drink. And that one drink was $4. And I was like, yeah, man, it's, a, it's another another part of the world. Everybody ain't, everywhere ain't like America. But it was just good to have that perspective that, that wow, like this is great. And everybody was welcome and they played our music and he could dance and they could meet people. He's a little bit of an introvert. He was really out of his shell and really just being, you know, being present, right? And being able to connect quickly, you know, even being outside of the tourist area, which again, I, you visit the tourist area for certain things, right? For things that you know you need and want. Like for me, it's food because I got a weird stomach. So I need to go places where I want to eat a certain type of food. That's just me. But outside of that, I want to walk around in the rural and the local areas. I want to meet locals and talk to them and have really more authentic experiences to find the places that I wouldn't find as a tourist because it's not on Google or it's not a place that my friend who's been here for two weeks went to and he thought it was really, really cool. Like I want to find the local places. And then, all right, outside of that in Chiang Mai was the hiking and the beautiful waterfall and how it runs all year round and you can see it all year round and the the seeing the farms and the rice paddies and and and, and hiking to the tallest peak in Thailand, Thailand or in Chiang Mai. It was, and being on a mountain, it was just gorgeous. Now, we did run into a viper in the woods. We stumbled upon a snake, if you will. And that was, that was a little scary. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a little scary, but... Um, yeah, it was just amazing. Like I loved every moment. Again, we weren't there for a week like I would have wanted to be. We were there for four days, but it was three to four days, I think. And it was, it was just a really fulfilling time. Again, gave me just enough to love it and appreciate it for what it is. And also just enough for me to want to go back, to need to go back. Right. Because when I go back, I'm going to have another amazing experience. I'm going to, I'm not starting from scratch again. I'm starting from a foundation and now I know how I want to enjoy myself. And that is wonderful. It's wonderfully fantastic, actually. Now, last but not least, you know, you have you have Bangkok. Um, and again, I've been to Bangkok several times. Um often I've been all, in other parts of Thailand, but this is for this trip. And 
immediately in the airport, like I remember when I first went and how many more places there were to get drivers, right? How few places there were to get SIM cards. Hear me out, y'all. Back in the day, we had to get SIM cards for our cheap $2 phones that we use as international phones that could only call and then at one point text. So when I walked in, I was immediately like, oh my goodness, before you, that baggage claim, it's currency exchanges and SIM cards, but it's digital e-SIM cards and you just, they take your phone, boom, 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 two minutes, you have Wi-Fi all over, all over. And then because there's a rideshare app called Grab in Thailand, not that many places where you can arrange car pickup in an international airport. Like imagine Bangkok airport looking like whatever big city you know, you've been to the airport, Dallas airport, New York, Chicago, like it's that big. And, you know, and there, there's a taxi cab area, which is which kind of has always been there. And I always like to take taxis to uh, to support, you know, to s- support the local economy and things like that. Like, I know no matter what you do, you're supporting lo- the local economy in theory. But I just like supporting cabs and taxis because that's what I grew up using. Right. Oh, my God. It sounds so old, but I don't care. It's what I like and what I enjoy. So I'm going to do it. But, yeah, it was just. It was so crazy because Blake's absorbing this. And to him, it's like, wow, this is crazy he was like i don't even want to get internet people can find me when they can find me we had internet at the hotel i'm like you're right uh but I, but i'm i'm gonna get it because one of us gotta have it um but yeah and it was just so new and so raw for him and he was taking all this in and i had this image right when you travel somewhere that you've been before you have this image in your head what it's gonna look like what it's gonna feel like the one thing i will say it smelled the same not in a bad way bangkok thailand has a smell to it and it definitely smelled the same and i was, I was like oh man we're in thailand and it was just this warm feeling, this, this big group hug just kind of wrapped itself around me. Because like, ooh, baby, that's Thailand, right? But it wasn't until we got back to Bangkok that I felt that. All of the sensory delights, right? Because I, like I said, well, like I talked about with my colleague Christian in a previous episode, it's um, all, using all five senses when you travel. And it revisiting a place that's not home. Taiwan is different. But even Taiwan, right? Revisiting a place and then your sensory, your senses start getting activated, you know, like see, swipe, see, sight, smell, hearing, right? All that touch, feel like I, I, I smelled it first. Then I saw it with my eyes Then I started to feel it it's like this little tingly feelings all over me because that, that Thailand heat hit me. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> it was, it was a little toasty a few days. Right. Right. And then the sounds of the cars and blowing their horns, Right, the trains that weren't really that loud, the construct like all those things started to click in Bangkok. And I was like, man, if this if just and we haven't even left the airport. And if the airport feels like this, right? The moment I stepped outside, got into a cab, I was like, Man, cabs still don't got no trunk space. Don't make no sense. Why are you at the airport if you ain't got enough space to put up to put some luggage in there so you got to put the luggage in the front seat still don't make no sense but whatever um but yeah i was like man this cab is still the same uh you can now pay by card right you got you got ride your apps not uber but grab like it's just everything started to click and then of course we go to calson road a street i've been to dozens of times and it's com- it's similar but different weed is legal in thailand i had no idea so i'm like when weed shops are popping up everywhere but the food uh delicious the same spot on the people oh my god uber friendly and welcoming and charming too the same right the culture the things that we saw we had a muay thai boxing class with a night food tour i'd never been to chinatown in thailand because why would i go to chinatown in thailand when i'm coming from taiwan but i went there and i was like man this food is amazing too and we had so many 
amazing just walking around Kaosan, walking around, seeing the temples again, going to a rooftop and check my Instagram, girl, guys. It's carljr.cj. And look at that photo, which actually was requested by Korean Air to be reshared on their Instagram. Um, shout out to them for finding it. I don't know how they did, but it was an amazing photo. It was that good. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I got it. But shout out to upgrading your phone when you travel. Uh, iPhone 15, y'all uh, sponsor me. But yeah, it was just, I done things. I did the same things or similar things. And it just felt different. But it felt safe and comfortable. And it felt amazing and new. And again, it just goes back to that feeling alive when you travel. like. Did I have moments where I was like, oh, man, you know, I miss my wife. Like, yeah, I miss my family, my, my siblings, my mom. Yeah, always. Because you you really want the people you love to share in these experiences with you. Right? I want them to see what I'm seeing in Thailand. But I also have to understand and be realistic, right? Everybody doesn't travel or want to see the things that I want to see or how I want to see them. Like, that's not their life's journey. But the more I lean into who I am, And what I love and what makes me happy and what I believe in, the happier, the more effective and the more efficient I will be. And then that just loops everything together, right? The travel withdrawal, the feeling new, the life, the the revitalization. Because I'm traveling in Thailand. I'm just thinking about all the things I want to do, all the podcast episodes I have. And I hate that my microphone broke. But whatever, we're going to recover from that, aren't we, Carl? We're going to stop dwelling on it because I really want to podcast while I was in destination. I'm going to get a chance to do that when I go back. This time, I feel like I wasn't prepared. Like, I was prepared. You're like, oh, you travel so much, you weren't prepared. Well, it was the first time traveling with my best friend. I wanted to be as attentive and as present as possible. And that's the part I took out. I, I forgot when planning. Like, I should have written down episodes and been note taker, Carl, you know, instead of uh, I just wasn't prepared for that. And I didn't want to shortchange him by, oh, let me do this podcast. Because you guys know, when I'm behind this microphone, this is the only thing that matters to me. <laughs> this, is, this is my happy place. It's my happy place. And nothing's going to get in the way of that. Um, but I had to kind of table that because I wanted to be more present in what I was doing so I can come back and have a podcast episode like this. But yeah, I know, guys, like, I just can't stress enough how if you want to go to Thailand, work with me. Luxury. I can get you guys there for $12,000 for two people or $6,000 each. I know it sounds like a lot, but trust me, the way I'll have you traveling will be worth it. Save up for it. Swipe it. I don't care what you got to do, but let me plan it for you. Um, you know, I've been there many times, many places throughout, like Krabby Islands, all that. Like, I know about this stuff, but I want you guys to have this experience. But Bangkok was everything from the food, the culture, the activities, the people. It rained a little bit too much while we were there. So I didn't get to explore all the temples that I wanted. So I didn't get to show Blake the reclining Buddha. But we saw Wat Arun, my favorite temple. Learned a lot about the lake and the new capital. Like, we learned so much just from being there, going on tours, being present and being active. We also did a lot of relaxing, much needed. But it was a different type, right? Laying on the beach, drinking every day. Like, it's cool. But going out, talking to people, having sensory overload. Even in Phuket, waves crashing, bright sunlight, right? Touch, getting massages. Seeing, seeing different things. Hearing, hearing... We were at a villa place that had kids, but hearing children's laughter, right? Adults that have tennis courts. I'm like, that sensory overload in Chiang Mai, seeing waterfalls, gorgeous waterfalls. Please check out my Instagram to see visually what I'm talking about and then get inspired as well. Maybe you've been there before and you're like, man, I can understand exactly what you're saying. And I hope you can because there's nothing like the thrill of traveling to a new place. There's nothing like the thrill of Thailand. There's nothing like the food, the people, and just overall, it's an amazing place. And you, too, can return and go through reentry and depression. 
Again, I don't want to say like depressed, like, oh my God, I can't live. How am I going to do this? I need to make more money. Not like that. But it's just, you know, just being like, man, how do I find that energy in other things that I do? That energy, that new life feeling, that 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 everything that that sensory overload that you get when you leave the country. Where can I find that in little pockets? And if I can't find it as often in little pockets, that means I need to get back here and do it again. Which is what led me to go to 50 countries in, in 10 years. And to keep traveling to this day and to want to continue going to different places. Right now, my job brings me to Asia. That's where my focus is. And there's places in Asia I haven't been. I still need to go to. But man, I'm looking at Africa. I'm looking at South America. Like I'm looking at all these places and I'm like, yeah, baby. It's time to get out. Looking at going back to Europe. There's so many stones left unturned. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. Like I want to give you guys just the feelings, right? The sensory feelings of, of Thailand, right? And um, really relate it back to a feeling that you get when you're abroad and try to encapsulate that within this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for rocking with me. I love you guys. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be dropping my Bali episode next. I promise it'll be less about, more about Bali and less about reentry depression. I promise. So make sure you check it out. Um, but yeah, as always, guys, thanks for rocking with me. My name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out here.